Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome to the True Nature Podcast. I'm Taj Savitri, your host, mentor for spiritual entrepreneurs and intuitive healer. In this podcast, we explore all things expansion, psychedelics, consciousness, and spirituality. Here you will find transmissions from the world's leading healers and guides. And my hope is that you leave feeling more happy, abundant, and empowered by your life. Most importantly, inspired to live in the fullest, most unique expression that is you. By the laws of nature, when you expand as an individual, when you grow, heal, and prosper, your external world, this planet, and the humans on it greatly benefit. They grow, heal, and prosper because of you. That means we all matter. We all contribute to the growing presence of peace and harmony on this planet. Welcome home to your true nature. Hello, awakened ones. Welcome to your true nature. So I was sitting down serving myself hape a few days ago, which is a ritual of mine. I really connect so deeply with the, the tobacco spirit. And I was sitting down serving myself hape, and my intention was to ask about what should the second podcast episode be about? What should I speak about? There's so much wisdom, there's so much knowledge, there's so many experiences that want to come through and be shared. And so I sat with the medicine and what came through scared the shit out of me. I started to sweat. My my palms started to get really clammy. And, uh, and I realized that sometimes the guidance that we receive is not always the guidance that we want to hear. And sometimes it's just what we need to do to push towards the next phase of our growth and push us out of our comfort zone. And I recognize that for myself. So what a beautiful gift. Thank you so much, Hop Babe. And so this is going to be a, a bit of an edgier podcast episode for me. And I figure why not start off strong? Why not start off as real as possible? Because that's the whole point of this podcast. I've done so much in, on the product production side that is done with so much love, intention, and care, and really aligned with truth and authenticity. So it's important that I speak my truth and share my my experiences from an authentic place. And what's funny is that I'm sitting in a closet, and when I leave this podcast episode, I'm going to be out of the closet, right? So there's like kind of a joke there. And And the reason why I have so many nerves or I've had a charge around this subject is because collectively it holds a very, very strong charge. And that is around shame and sexuality. So shame around sexuality, shame in talking about sex, expressing it, whatever that looks like for you. And sometimes even experiencing sexuality from another person. So I know there are probably some of you out there who have seen a woman in her 
yummy, juicy, feminine expression. Maybe she's like topless and rubbing herself or moaning or posting nude photos. That would be me, not not the moaning, at least not yet, but posting nude photos and and dancing and and maybe it's triggered you. Maybe it's made you really uncomfortable. I know for myself, that's where I used to be. And that's because I was living in a program that was telling me, communicating to me that that was shameful. That was dirty. She must be a slut. She must be a whore. That probably makes her a bad person, right? Like all the the projections that could go with shame around sexuality, shame around expressing yourself, shame around having desires. Oh my God, like to ha- to be human and to have desires and to experience pleasure, that's wrong. But that's in our nature. That's our human nature. Why should we suppress it? Why should we ignore that? That's that's not truth. That's, that's hiding what is. And so what sex is, is sacred. It's beautiful. A woman and her expression and her openness is so delicious and so beautiful. And a man for that matter, whatever that looks like for him. And the reason why I speak to women is I speak about women is just because um, that's just the thing that I think we tend to gravitate most towards when we're in judgment is that when women are in their their full expression of their sexuality and and feeling yummy and in their bodies, that that's the immediate thing from this programming that we want to shut down, which is such a shame because a woman connected to her creative energy, her creative yummy juices um, will create more beauty in the world. She's connected more deeply to the earth. And so I want to share with you all an experience that I had at this shamanic sex training called ISTA. Some of you who have been following me for a little while and who have been a part part of my conscious tribe know that I I went to the Amazon rainforest and then I went to ISTA to do a shamanic sex training. So at the time when I went to ISTA, I was still very sensitive from the ayahuasca. I was feeling very raw, very tender. And I went into this training not really knowing what to expect. Um, and I went with my partner. And one of the first exercises we did as soon as we we walked in and you guys, I had just gotten off the plane. I did not even get to go to my room was we stripped down naked. This is a room about with about 50 people, young and old. There were basically like elders in that room and male and female. We stripped down naked and we started yelling and expressing what the dialogue in our minds were at that moment in time. You didn't have to get naked, but I got naked because I like being naked at this point. And I was like, you know what, if I'm going to hear, I'm going to be here, I'm going to fucking do the thing. So I might as well get naked. And, and if I'm not doing that, then why, why is that? What am I not giving myself permission to do and why? So that was fine. That was fine and easy. And we did several other exercises in the training that were were pretty easy, but the one that had 
triggered me the most and pushed me to an edge was an exercise where the group of about 50 people, men and women again, old and young, and the facilitators were all in this room masturbating together. And I want to start by saying I didn't know that was going to happen. And so at that point, I was like, okay, I'm on this fucking ride. I'm here. This is what I signed up for. So let's see what's here. And the second thing I want to say is my internal dialogue was like a cartoon. As we were engaging in this practice, which is sacred, and and I'll go into that, I was fingering myself and looking around the room and I was like, I cannot get into this. This is so fucking weird. Taj, what did you get yourself into? (laughs) And so I was kind of laughing on the inside and then I was partially confused and I was looking around. I couldn't quite get into it because obviously I was really shocked and a bit stimulated by the environment. And I looked at this guy, he and I had made eye contact from across the room. And I was like, is he masturbating to me? Wait, am I masturbating to him? And, uh, and so it was, um, it was interesting in that regard. And I, you know, I knew this guy and cause he had been my partner in several exercises. So I was like, all right, whatever's happening here, it's all good. It's cool. And what had happened in that room and the intention of the exercise was to give everyone full permission to be in their desire, in their expression. The whole point wasn't to get off and to come or to orgasm. The whole point was to give everyone permission to just be in the extreme of their expression. So why I say extreme is because in the day-to-day, we'll say the day-to-day life, it's much simpler to be expressed. When you're angry, you can yell. You can be an asshole to your neighbor. It's not recommended, but that's an easy way to allow expression to come through. You can cry. Easy way for expression to come through. You can laugh. You can sing. You can skip. You can dance. You can express yourself in so many ways. And we're expressing these emotions very fluidly and very easily. Although I think there's still a lot of work to be done in these areas, especially when it comes to men and allowing men to to express all their, their full range of emotions and giving them a safe space to do so. But the one thing that tends to be suppressed, and I'll say at least by the Western culture, is sexuality. And what is umbrellaed under sexuality is desire, pleasure, it could be play. And in in sacred sexuality, which is all of these things and desire and and the play of sex, there's a lot of creativity. So if we are suppressing and not allowing our sexuality to be expressed, we're also suppressing our creativity. And we are creatures of creation. That is what we do. We create from thought, we create from feeling, we create through our energy. So there have been times I've I've been intimate with my partner 
and specifically more so in our in our role play. So I like being the submissive and he'll be the dominant. And the reason why I like this is because the way I like to explain it is I get fucked wide open. And you've probably heard things like she needs to get fucked open or, you know, whatever uh, quotes that we want to refer to. And it's true. I get fucked open to the point that I am so surrendered. I'm so in my bliss. I'm so full of love and yum. And I just want to flow and create and whatever was bothering me before that, I can't even remember because I'm seeing rainbows and butterflies swirling above my head. And this is so important for women to allow their desires to be expressed. I love being submissive because I'm so passionate about my work in the world. I am so here for the mission that one, I'm an Aries moon and a Capricorn or I'm an Aries sun, sorry, and a Capricorn moon. So I'm driven, I'm, I'm working, I'm in it. And that also means I can get really heady and out of my body. And when I have sex with my partner, that puts me back into embodiment, into body, into feeling, which is also super necessary for the mission and the work. It connects me to my feeling. It connects me to why it is that I'm actually doing this work through my feeling I feel the suffering of others through my feeling. I have deeper understanding of, of what the earth is communicating to me. And so when we are in union and, and engaging with sex as a sacred thing, as a, a, a sacred exploration, we are also opening up ourselves to expand our gifts expand our consciousness. Sex is a beautiful teacher of life. Where can I surrender more? Where can I meet more fears? Where can I stop judging? Where can I give myself permission? And where can I give others permission? And also, how can I assert my boundaries? How how can I say yes to this, but no to this? To let there also be more options than one, to get creative. Say someone expresses an interest in doing some sort of sexual act to you. You have the the space to say, I am not interested in that, but I'm so down to cuddle or I'm so down to um, hold hands, right? So allowing intimacy to still come through and desires to be expressed and also honoring where you're at and allowing yourself to feel that person's energy. So this is just super important when it comes to honoring what it is in ourselves that we can expand on. So just as I said, sex teaches us about life. It teaches us about where we are closed. So I know for myself, I have a hard time having an orgasm if I'm super in my head and I'm feeling really closed and I'm not in my heart. So it's always a reminder 
to come back to my heart and to come back to my body. And sometimes I may not want to have sex or connect if I'm not in that space because it doesn't feel genuine for me. And I know that the exchange, the exchange with my partner won't be clean. Where am I also having sex when I'm in a place of not being full? So this is another teacher. When I'm not in a place of fullness, when am I seeking to have sex with my partner to use him as a resource to fill myself? Because I need validation. I need care. It's something I can't give myself. So maybe I use sex to, to get that from my partner. And vice versa. Is my partner doing that with me? If I can feel that, I can say, hey, I'm, I'm feeling this. Is this true? Can you make sure that you are full before we engage in this? Because this is an exchange. And so my experience at ISTA was the extreme. And just so you guys know, there's ISTA 1, there's ISTA 2, there's ISTA 3. There, I think there might even be ISTA 4. So there's many levels of this training. And ISTA 1 is really about connecting to the sacredness of sexuality. There was a lot of um, exploration of genitals. So allowing yourself to not be shocked by seeing a cock or not be shocked by seeing a pussy. So half the time we were naked <clears throat> and then half the time we were close and it didn't ever feel as though it was this gross place where people are grabbing at your your body parts, like, you know, maybe where your mind wants to go, the child, the child in you is like, yo, I'm, they must have been grabbing each other's parts and doing all these crazy things. And yeah, there were a lot of crazy things happening at times and crazy to, to certain people's standards may have not been crazy to somebody else. So there was a, a situation where I had witnessed, and this was, again, like, there's so much work to be done around creating a new program around sexuality. And I even say this for myself, someone who is sexually liberated, and I can speak about it, and I can explore it. And I guess now we'll just say I can masturbate in front of people, even though that's uh, not something that I, I seek to do. But I had witnessed a man who is married. And I'd had, like, uh, I'd say two, about two or three conversations with him. Super lovely, beautiful man. And um, I witnessed him get, getting head from a woman who was not his wife. This just other woman who was a part of the program. So I, I just want to, <laughs> I just want to say, um, it wasn't just like random in the middle of class. It, there's this part of the training called uh, uh, Temple Temple Night, where everyone can, if they choose, go and explore and play and um, explore kink, whatever desires are alive in them, be tied up, which I had done and... Um, that was actually super liberating. That's I feel like that's a whole other podcast, so we'll we'll just leave that one there. But I had seen him getting head from this woman. I don't know how many times I can say that to you guys. Maybe it'll never get old getting head. Anyway, so I felt myself go into this place of judgment. I witnessed myself going to this place of judgment because I was in a state where I just wanted to cuddle and be super chill. And 
be in like a very calm place. I didn't really want to experience intimacy. And so when I saw that, I, I witnessed, I brought awareness, I had awareness around the part of me that was being judgmental. It didn't necessarily mean that there was a part of myself that I was denying, but it was the part of me that wanted to control based off of what I thought was wrong based off of a program. Because this man and his wife had a perfectly fine setup where they're probably open. It's mainly a polyamorous community that goes to these trainings. And they probably had an agreement where that was totally okay. And the woman giving head had consent. He had consent. And everything was fine. I was just... I was just running through my own projections and and watching where my thoughts were going and why. And so I'm about to leave this this temple night and I'm walking out the door, kind of putting my shoes on before I, I completely walk out the door. And as he's still getting head, he looks up and he waves at me and he says, bye, I hope you have a good night. And immediately all of my judgments fell to the wayside because it reminded me that he was still this, he was still the same person that I had a conversation with. That was this loving, beautiful, heart centered, super warm man. But I was starting to cake on and dart all of these projections of this is wrong. Uh, He must be needy. He has a wife. How could he, which none of that made sense. Isn't it crazy where the mind will go sometimes when there's no validity to it. So um, the reason why I wanted to speak about this subject is because one, I had such a hard time wanting to come on here and speak about it. But we are the ones that that give ourselves permission to explore what is sacred within us. Your body is so sacred. Your body holds so much knowledge and it can also communicate to you what is wrong If you're out of alignment, what needs to be expressed? Sometimes you have creative energy pulsating through your body and that might come up as sexual desire or you can transmute it and turn that into creativity and channel that into your business and channel that into your partner or friendships because it's love as well. If you can bring that energy up to your heart, it doesn't always have to stay in your genitals. And so... This is a great, I think this is a great start to the podcast by talking about one of the things that, um, that is so hard for us to talk about that's so natural and so part of why we are here to experience the pleasures of life. And it could be all facets of life. And when we can stop judging ourselves and we can stop judging others for what it is that they want to do with their bodies, how they want to express their bodies and celebrate them, celebrate their full expression and their beauty. We can also give ourselves more permission to be fully expressed in the day to day. It's so much easier when you're in a pressure cooker of of intense situations like ISTA, when you come out of that, everything feels so easy. Your expression feels so easy because you just, you're just witnessed masturbating with 
50 people in a room, when you leave that room, it's going to be much simpler to wear clothes and own more parts of you because you just gave yourself permission to be in the extreme of your expression that is most judged by culture. And I hope that makes sense to you guys. Um, And this is something that I'm going to continue to talk about. And I'm going to bring on those who really specialize in this. This is something that is a continuous study for me. I am always in continuous study of all of of my gifts and all of the things that I teach others as well. I think that we're all in continuous study and we're students of life. We should always be students of life. So I will be the first to say that um, I do teach this to people. I do teach others how to experience more orgasmic pleasure. And there's a lot of energy manipulation and I don't want the word manipulation feels a a bit weird to say in this but tuning into your body and certain areas of your body and noticing do I feel open or do I feel closed there's a lot of energy study to expand on when it comes to expanding our sexuality to having more orgasms to being a multi-orgasmic woman or to have a kundalini awakening awakening this is all sexual energy and so we'll continue to dive deep into this but um what i really want you guys to take away from this is that have a curious mind about sex have a curious mind when it comes to how others are expressing themselves in this way And notice if you're judging yourself for that or you're suppressing that in yourself. There are always spaces, and this is one, a a safe space to allow for conversation to, to take place when it comes to desires or or just questions around sexuality. This is why it's called true nature. This is our true nature, to tap into our creative power. Our creative power comes from the power of creation, which is also sex and pleasure and desire. And so when we start suppressing that, that's when we start suppressing all the other aspects of who we are. And so it's time for us to give ourselves permission to be liberated when it comes to our sexuality so that we can liberate ourselves in other areas of our lives. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please be sure to share episodes you love with those you know who would benefit. The intention here is to help as many people as possible. And don't forget to subscribe to the True Nature podcast on iTunes and leave a rating and review. This pushes it to more people. The movement gets bigger. To find out more about spiritual life and business coaching with me and to sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an episode, please visit www.tajsavitry.com. Wishing you all a day full of magic. See you soon. Yeah.